passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Raspberry Von Dasberry. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? Is that just we're, we're going with Raspberry Von Dasberry? Is that like a new thing? Yeah, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. I was listening to the the year in review that Jordan put together. Awesome job by Jordan. And uh, <laughs> I did Rick Rude Von Dick Dude is the best one, but I feel like I did it a lot. You did it a lot. Yeah. You, you did. And it, it did happen a lot. I did yeah. listen to the whole five hours of our recap is incredible our annual recap i like you i giggled several times yeah not to toot our own horns or blow ourselves but i did think that not to remove a rib because <laughs> ourselves because there was a few times over the over the years that we've been doing this that there was like a like a handful of like instant classic moments and i didn't necessarily right. think last year because jordan when he when he's in the chat a couple weeks ago and he's like hey he's like i'll have the weekend re- or the year in review and i'm like what the hell would even be on there? And then there was multiple times where we were just fucking cracking up laughing. So it was so, good. It was good. It was a good listen. A nice walk down memory lane. It's, yes, it always is. A nice, a nice always look back. Is. So this week or this go around, mm-hmm. I think we just do topic du jour because it is such a lengthy, girthy topic du jour. And it also speaking of, well, hang on, I want to say one thing. Speaking please, of, go ahead. You, you said it and just reminded me because I'm not doing video game minute, but I have started playing Baldur's Gate speaking of lengthy and girthy yeah nice. nice well I made myself a dwarf so did you I am I am just do you see the video of the guy it snakes at, up there this big you see the video of the guy at the Bass Pro Shop in Alabama no jumping into the tank no you gotta see that so when you watch that so this guy purposely crashed his car into a pole okay disrobed and then jumped into the fish tank like the big 
aquarium. Oh yeah, yeah. Pro I know the I know the one. Yeah. Uh yeah. And so my created character is the opposite of that guy <laughs> because he is swimming guy. full naked. Yeah. And you you can't see a damn thing. Not there. Not it's there. not there. All right. Well, poor guy. I now I know what he was upset about. Mm-hmm. I would I would too. Um, it's the first snowstorm first snowstorm of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife already had it up to here with all like the inches jokes. Every time she's like, "Oh, like uh, weatherman said we're gonna get ten inches tonight," I'm like, "So are you?" And she goes, "No, I'm not," and I'm like, "Well." Well, probably true. And then every time then she's you like, add them up. Yeah. Then she's like, oh, like this place is getting like six <laughs> inches. This place. I'm like, I bet they are. She's like, not enough. Like I knock it off with the how many inches they're getting jokes. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. If you add it out uh, every time it inserts, you add it up. It's going to be about 10. <laughs> let's not let's not oversell it. Let's just <laughs> uh, also we will have more information on this tomorrow. We had sort of talked a couple of weeks or a month ago even about maybe doing two episodes a week. We might even tape them on the same night and then release them separately. And it's something that the company kind of wants to do. We'll try it, see how it goes. So it might be topic du jour and maybe like one other little bit or something that we do. And then it might be like this week in Dork, Davies Video Game Minute, Pick of the Pod, Should I Have Bought This All as a separate one. And so I'm thinking like probably separate YouTubes and two different pods. That's what we're thinking. We'll 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 have more info soon. But if you come and watch it live. Yeah. You get the whole thing. You get it all. Although, I don't know. I might do two separate YouTubes, too, just so I can have, like, playlists on the YouTube channel. So if you only want to see uh, This Week in Dorks or TWIDs, yeah. that's one thing. And then if you just want to see Topic Du Jour's, that's another thing. Yeah, well, what I'm saying, we can record it live, and then yes. you can sh- chop it up on the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. TBD. But, hey, it's it's more content. Either way, it's more content for it's all More shit. It's more stuff, and, and uh, yeah, it doesn't fucking cost you no, anything. It's free. So and we're not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna read. Oh, go pain. over that. Yeah, it's it's as free as. Uh, I just, it's just a reminder uh-huh. that it's not gonna be that. That you're gonna be looking yeah. at your feed, and be like, "What is this? More episodes?" Like, yeah, there might be more episodes. That's just what it is. But mm-hmm. right, we have an absolute whale of an episode to get to, so let's do it. Y'all ready for bisque? Topic du jour. Ready? I get. I mean, I guess. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day, and today it is. The 2024 movies. That's right. We're already a week into 2024. A few movies came out this weekend. We're going to look ahead. Everything that's coming out this upcoming weekend and beyond. We have a ton of movies to get to. A lot the, of movies. Some of these are going to be great. Some of these are going to be trash. Some of these are very dork uh, heavy. Some of them are maybe not necessarily as dork heavy, but we're going to rip through them. Maybe we'll spend a minute on one. Maybe we'll spend 20 minutes on another, but we're going to dive right in and we're going to go in order of release. Uh, there is a couple of TBDs on there, and just the nature of movies nowadays, just because you have a release date doesn't mean you won't then have two, three, or four release dates later on. Right, and there's some seasonal release dates, too, that I noticed on this. It's like summer, right? where it's like, that could mean anything. So whatever you think summer is, maybe depending on the solstice, that's when you'll right. get the episode. All right, let's start uh, in January. Coming out on the 12th is The Beekeeper. And this is actually perfect because we don't have a lot of guests on the podcast, but The Beekeeper, I don't know a lot about other than the fact that it stars Jason Statham. Friend and, of the podcast, Jason Yeah, Statham. joining us right now on the podcast is Jason Statham. Jason, what can you tell us about your upcoming movie, The Beekeeper? Right. Well, have you seen my movie, The Mechanic? I have. Where it's called The Mechanic. Right. But I'm actually 
I can't, <laughs> I can't do this on the spot. Where I'm actually, so Jason Statham is actually a government agent posing as a mechanic. Yeah, right. I've seen that. Well, this is the same movie. Jet Mean. So this is the, but you're just a beekeeper. You're not really a beekeeper, but you're a beekeeper in disguise. Right. I don't know. Are you and driving? Taking, and he's taking yeah. down a techno conglomerate who, like, who somehow yeah um catfishes and steals the money from claire huxtable and she kills herself so he Ugh. goes on an all-out rampage Ugh. yeah well listen are you punching people in the, to her bees you punching people in the face and in the chest you driving a car <laughs> oh wow well, I'll, I'll give it a go <laughs> i'll watch it <laughs> i'll give it a yeah, go I, it comes I, out this, on Netflix. this looks ridiculous i think yeah the beekeeper. he is he's gone Full Jean-Claude Van Damme at this point. Which is crazy because I still maintain maybe my favorite movie of all time, and we don't even talk about it much on the podcast. I don't bring it up all that often. Mm -hmm. Snatch. Guy Ritchie's Snatch is one of my favorites ever. And Jason Statham, that had to be the first time I saw him or one of the first times I saw him. He was Mm -hmm. great in that. I mean, Brad Pitt kind of steals the show, but... Every the whole ensemble was uh, great in Snatch. But anyway, we're not talking about Snatch. Also, coming up, competing head to head with the Beekeeper. This is sort of like an early Barbie Oppenheimer. Would be actually a movie I am interested in. It's called The Book of Clarence, and it's the same director who did The Harder They Fall, where which he, I really liked. It was great, and so this yeah. is going to be a little biblical story, starring Lakeith Stanfield, Benedict Cumberbatch. James McAvoy, Lucas from Stranger Things, and uh, Lakeith Stanfield plays the, uh, Clarence, and he's going to come up with a, the, the book of Clarence. I bet it's going to be pretty funny. So uh, the best I could decipher from this trailer is that Jesus dies. Mm-hmm. It takes place in 33 AD, and so Jesus dies, and Clarence then tells everybody that he is now the Messiah. Pretty good. He jumps yeah. in. Yeah. yeah so right. like Jesus too. Yeah. He's Jesus too. Hamlet too. Jesus too. This is again not a theater movie for me, but when this comes as soon as this one comes out on one of the like Netflix or whatever, I'll give it a go. I'll give that one a go. All right, coming out on January nineteenth is a movie called Sunrise, uh starring Guy Pierce. It's a Dracula movie. This looked interesting. To yeah. Me. I said it'd be interesting. Um yeah, it's kind of a it's it's difficult to tell from the trailer what if it's told in flashback or what's happening because it looks yeah old at times and then modern at times so i wonder if the story is going to jump back and forth yeah i mean it definitely could have some uh some tie jumps in there and i was like are you throwing uh what was the other thing about this one uh yeah Lionsgate again they're kind of hit or miss when it comes to like the horror stuff and all it says the synopsis on wikipedia is a rural town is plagued by a vampire right by a dracula <laughs> by a, a goddamn dracula comes to town and so <laughs> i guess you know that's certainly a movie and it involves dracula's we'll we'll bring it up uh coming out on january 26th is a movie called miller's girl starring martin freeman and jenna ortega and all i got out of this was it's a teacher student that enter into a quote dark relationship and it looks like a, a lolita ish yeah, okay. And it's funny because Martin Freeman plays the student and Jenna Ortega plays the teacher. It's weird. <laughs> it's a, it's that's flipped. Not, that's, it's flipped on you. They flipped it. Um, yeah. No, it's a uh, and what one of the things that jumped out at me is the if you look at the trailer, Martin Freeman's classroom. Yeah, I have never seen a more highly stylized 
classroom in my life. Nice. Nobody's classroom <laughs> ever looked like that. You don't have ever. this. This is not a real classroom. Yeah. But Jenna Ortega, really good student, and she's in this creative writing class. I just I put it on the list because well, Martin Freeman's in a ton of great dork stuff, but Jenna Ortega was like one of the hit breakout performers of like last year, and so I think it's at least worth uh, keeping an eye on that. That could you be. You know, she's a she's a bad high school student because she's smoking cigarettes the oh, whole time. Yeah, you don't smoke cigs. You know, don't smoke cigs. You know, something's not right uh -huh. there. That's bad news. You know. Uh, and if you don't see Miller's Girl on the 26th, I assume you're going to see Underdogs with two Gs. This is where Snoop Dogg is a former NFL player who needs to coach a youth football team to avoid going to prison. I think I've seen this movie before, too. I think this has been in every sport. Maybe not football, I guess. Right? We've seen the hockey I'll version. I've seen the baseball version. Yep. Ba football or uh, basketball, kind of. Didn't. Ben Affleck had a basketball movie. It was actually pretty good where he was a coach and yes. it was like similar. Like he was a, he, he got, a, you know, went off the deep end. And there a was bit. a couple, there was a couple with basketball too. Cause there was one, it was it Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson or like they were same thing, but it was yeah. like a girls basketball team. Oh yeah. That might've been Woody. Um, yeah. So Snoop, former NFL player. All right. I, I will tell you this. This could be, if, if you're going to sell me, if Snoop Dogg can portray successfully a former NFL player, he might win an Oscar because he might be the least athletic-looking person I've ever seen. He's thin. He's real thin. He's like thin. a scarecrow. Yeah, he's real. He's real thin. So, like, what are you going to say? Wide receiver? He's tall. He's a tall guy. He's a big guy. Wide receiver? Maybe. I don't know. Very slight. He's slight, slight build. Yeah. He's built like Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is January. That is jam-packed. Let's go to February, where on uh, Groundhog Day, February the 2nd, Argyle, a Matthew Vaughn-directed movie starring Bryce Dallas Howard, who's a writer. She writes mm -hmm. James Bond-like books, and apparently her fictional books are getting way too close to reality. And Henry Cavill is like this agent, kind of like James Bond-type thing. Mm -hmm. And so then people start, like, showing up at Bryce Dallas Howard's doorstep because they're like, well, what the fuck does she know? This movie, though, I mean, Matthew Vaughn's had some good stuff, but it also, in addition to Bryce Dallas Howard and Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, Dua Lipa, John Cena, and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Um, but again, a movie we've seen before. There was a movie with Will Ferrell called Stranger Than Fiction, where this exact thing happens. Yeah, good point. Except it's told from the character. It's told from the character's perspective. Yep. So, like, I know people are just fucking running out of ideas. It's the it same shit. It's just repackaged. New star of the day. Insert them and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Sam Rockwell, fantastic actor. He, I, he's great. There is a movie. I've brought it up a couple times on this podcast. If you ever have the chance to see the movie, welcome to Collinwood. Mm. Um, it is a, like, a, um, it's kind of a Coen brothers esque movie. Okay. The movie's fucking hilarious. Um, it's got an amazing cast in it. If you've never seen it, oh, definitely check it out. All it's right. one of those like under the radar movies that I, definitely. I think outside of my immediate, immediate family, I don't think anyone's seen. So definitely, if you see Welcome to Collinwood, Sam Rockwell's in it. He's incredible. He's so, he's great. I'm a big Ro yeah. uh, Rockwell fan. All right, February 9th, Lisa Frankenstein. This is where a girl digs up a corpse. Uh, the corpse is played by Dylan 
Sprouse, who you might know from uh, Big Daddy or all those Nickelodeon shows, or Riverdale. He's in yes, like, right. he's in every episode of Riverdale. He's Jughead in Riverdale. Uh, she makes him her boyfriend. It's written by Diablo Cody, so you know it's going to be in that way. The, 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 the language is going to be a certain way. The comedy is going to be like be, that. It's going to be like that. Uh, yeah. But Lisa Frankenstein, what do you think of this one? It actually, so, and the young lady playing Kath, uh, what's her, so sorry, Lisa Frankenstein is uh, Catherine Newton. Oh, who yes. You would know as, as uh, the new Wasp. So, yes. Cassie Lang. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, actually, this looks kind of fun. It this does. might be the, the teen, sexy teen comedy horror drama that you're looking for. Could this be In the this... Encino man of a new generation? It might very well be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet it, I bet it'd be pretty good. Could it be the weird science of yeah. this generation? Yeah. 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 This is today's the 2020s weird science. A we, a movie I watched recently and was like, this is one of those movies that could never be made again. We, oh yeah. Yeah. There's a, most yeah. of them, most of the eighties movies, like eighties comedy. There's a specific thing with the eighties comedy where half the jokes probably you'd be like, you gotta leave those out. And, um, it was weird to me cause I think it's like a PG or PG 13 movie. And the word, the F word, not the swear, but the other word mm -hmm. calling into question someone's orient sexual orientation mm -hmm. is used liberally throughout the movie. In weird science? Yeah. Wow, it's, you I didn't think that. it's weird. Yeah. Like it, at one point, Anthony Michael Hall says, remember like those weird bikers show up? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes like, all right, you and your F friends get out of here. Like, whoa. Yeah, no, whoa. It, like, you're like, you're like jumps at you now. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. All right, also in February, coming out on Valentine's Day. So it looks like everybody's got plans for Valentine's Day this year. Madam Web hits theaters near you. We talked about this when the trailer first was released on several episodes. And again, to go back to our guys, uh, Tim Robinson, tip to tail, piece of shit. I <laughs> hope that this movie defies every single expectation I have because the expectation I have is that this might be the worst movie of the year? This is going to be in the mix. This and like, I think my New Year's resolution might be to uh, not necessarily watch fewer movies. I'm still going to watch a shitload of like new movies, but if there's one that I think is going to be bad, that's not like uh, like a mainstream one like this. Like this is a different category. Like I watch a lot of these Netflix ones, which like this won't be good. And then two hours go by, and I'm like, that sucked. Like I got to stop doing that. Therefore, yeah, you, you do. Th therefore, like Madam Web has a real chance to be like the worst movie. That we've seen, like we, we have to see we're it. We're gonna have to watch it. Sydney and, Sweeney's in it. We all love Sydney Sweeney. But I gotta tell you, I think Dakota Johnson has the charisma of a celery stock. I have fan. No, no idea what the appeal of this actor. Remember when, like, like Kristen Stewart in the other Twilight, not the first Twilight, but the rest of them, where she just like did not give a shit about what she was doing. She's like, I'm done with this like, already. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. But Dakota Johnson, I feel, is trying. And nothing like I, I've nothing coming off of the screen there. It's not for me. You know, you feel like maybe perhaps uh, you'd have to, you know, if maybe if her uh, parents weren't famous, maybe she wouldn't be in the same situation. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she would have gotten there anyway. But I have seen more charisma on the stage at a Nashua, New Hampshire karaoke bar. Don't for than sure. what I'm seeing from Madam Webb. 
yeah, Madam Web is a tough one. And we had people uh, messaging us like, they're like, what's the deal with Madam Web? I'm like, I, I don't really know, dude. Like, they're like, is Madam Web like at spider powers? I'm like, no, no. Like it's, 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 it's a fair question. The name's fucking Madam Web. We only got an hour. I'm not going to try to explain <laughs> this to every, everybody. Uh, yeah. Also in February on the 23rd is a movie called Drive Away Dolls. Uh, Directed by Ethan Cohen and written by Ethan Which Cohen. Which is, not, it's not a Cohen Brothers movie. It's a Ethan. Cohen movie. It's a Cohen film, and it's like a comedy road caper type of movie. Which, it, it, I watched the trailer. Yeah. It looks good. Beanie Feldstein's in it. I didn't, I recognize the two other actresses in it, but I couldn't place them. Yeah. Uh, but Matt Damon makes an appearance in this. Right. And uh, yeah, Pedro Pascal is in it as well. So I Pedro Pascal in there. You're doing all right. But again, anything Ethan Cohen does, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, probably. I'll, I'll check Add it out. Add that to the list of directors. If whatever they make, I'm watching. Cohen? Cohen Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to March. Uh, March 1st, one of the absolute big releases of the year. Dune Part 2. And uh, I love Dune 1. I know some people had an issue with Dune 1 only because it was very much like part one it wasn't like a standalone movie by any by any stretch um but it looks so cool and like i wasn't even i i think i probably saw the original like way back in the day and like kind of like saw it forgot about it moved on didn't read like the book or anything like that and so i had like lower expectations when i saw doing one and i was like holy shit i loved it and i couldn't wait for the second one to come out (laughs) this is one of the movies that got affected by delays and we are ultimately here it's supposed to be out I think that this past November was one mm-hmm. of the release dates. And so now we're going to get it March 1st. And what also will be different is I saw the first one at home because it wasn't like an HBO Max release. It was, I believe. I well, think, it was like maybe very short lived. It might have been dual. Yeah. It might have been a dual release. Yeah. I watched it at home, which again, I have a sweet setup, so I liked it. But I am looking forward to going to like an IMAX theater to watch Dune Part 2. I think this is one of those one- where you have to see it on the biggest screen with the best sound yep. possible. Yep. So. Um, this will be for sure a standalone. Um, yes. And again, like you said, it's it's the most part other than like Fellowship of the Ring. It's a very it's the most part one part one ever. Yeah. Where it's all set up. Yeah. And I think now you're going to get all payoff. So this could be Oof. three hours of just nonstop. And I'll tell you that Timothy Chalamet is a he's a delightful actor and he's got chops. He's a guy that. The like the last thing that you would uh, associate him or describe him as is a badass. It's like the last thing, and this character isn't necessarily a badass, but it can handle himself. But he pulls it off, you know. Like he's he's tough. But he's a leader, you know. It's it's the people around him. It's yep. the supporting yep. cast that yep. get him through it, you know. So I'm pumped for Dune Part Two. Same day, a Netflix release, an Adam Sandler drama called Spaceman, where he's an astronaut, and this is the, uh, the the synopsis I saw, an astronaut sent to the edge of the galaxy to collect mysterious ancient dust finds his earthly life falling to pieces. He turns to the only voice who can help him try to put it back together. It just so happens to belong to a creature from the beginning of time lurking in the shadows of his ship. And... Uh, this Paul has Dano. to be one Paul, of those. Yeah. Paul Dano's the voice. This has to be like it's all in his head movie. Could be. Uh could be. Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan gets a lot of work. She's good, but, but she's all, she's like, in everything. Are you are you kind of over the Adam Sandler cast like this incredibly wonderfully talented, attractive actress to be his spouse, knowing that he dresses the way he does? 
I am not over that. I, I couldn't be further away from – I am so far under that. I you're love so that. In, you're in it? I you're in, in it, on that? And I also feel like he deserves the – like, that is a thing he did. Seth Rogen's in a bunch of movies where he's, like, across, like, a stunning actress. And you're like, you're just stealing from Sandler. Like, that's not fair. That is not a realistic couple on screen. Whereas, like, Sandler, like, whatever. Sandler can pull off whatever he wants. It's still – him and Kate Beckinsale and Click was, like, insane what she was bringing in Click. Oh, like, um, yeah. I mean, him with Drew Barrymore is believable because I think they're like the same, the same yeah, age. That's, a, and, that's like, a good pair, and they were in a lot of movies together. And then pair. he, then he spun off of that, and he's been in like a ton Aniston. of movies with Jennifer Aniston. Ton of movies like, with her. Yeah, come on. I'm sure yeah. they're like friends. Now. But again, and I know that the people are going to say like, well, Adam Sandler's real life wife is very, very attractive. Yeah. So, but the characters that he plays aren't hysterically funny like Adam Sandler no. is. Plus, like, he's loaded, but, I mean, he's hysterical, whereas, like, a lot of the characters that he plays maybe aren't. Therefore, I think that would speak to maybe how he's doing there. Um, but I'm excited for this. Like, the last real time he took a shot at drama was Uncut Gems, which was insanely good. Very so, good. This could be something. I'm, I'm, and it's a Netflix movie. You can watch it at home, so I'll give it a go. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4 comes out March 8th. If you're into Great. the Kung Fu Pandas. Are this one... I, I'm not a fan of this. I'm curious to hear your take on it. But on March 21st, we're getting the remake or reboot, requel, whatever you want to call it, to Roadhouse. It's Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's a Doug Lyman movie. Doug Lyman directed Swingers. He directed Born Identity, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Edge of Tomorrow. So he's got a pretty good filmography. But Jake Gyllenhaal in Roadhouse? Like, Why? Why would you like? There's no update to this conceivably, and he's like an MMA fighter, which is like uh, there's no reason and no way you could do this movie better than like that. There's there's nothing you can improve upon it, right? Like how do you how do you look at a movie like Roadhouse, which is like a cult classic, mm -hmm. and the people who are fans of it love it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What could you do with Jake Gyllenhaal that would get us to see that movie? I am I I could it's one of those movies I could line for line. I yeah. could tell you every line of that movie. Why are you doing this? The only reason I could think you could possibly improve on it would be full frontal. If Jake Gyllenhaal Which they basically do. Yeah, they actually kind of really do. You see, yeah, you already do that side of it a little bit. Uh I think a good episode that we could do at some point. We have a like a, we have a lot lined up, but at some point, movies that should never be remade. And uh, have a list of movies that haven't already cuz like there's some that shouldn't have and have been. Uh but like that's one of them. And like it's not necessarily like the perfect movie that shouldn't be remade. I mean those ones I guess go without saying. But then there's other ones like this which is well, maybe I misspoke. It's like it's perfect in its own way. And you're like why do you need to do that again? Why do you need to, you can't do better than this. It's not a matter of, ooh, with today's CGI, this would be better. Or, ooh, no. like, if you had a more charismatic actor, no, that's not possible. So, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And if the only way that I think that I would see this movie, pay to see this movie, is if you, because he's still alive. If you still, if you bring back Sam Neill as Wade Garrett, but like a way older Wade Garrett. Yeah. Then I'm in on it. But. I gotta believe they're not gonna do that. No, I doubt it. 
I don't want to. I don't, I don't like. I don't this. want this. I don't like this. No one asked for this. That's right. That's a good point. Nobody asked for it. Uh, coming out on March the twenty seventh is Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. We talked about that trailer when it came out. Yeah, I don't know. You're you're definitely getting more of the old guys with the new guys. You know me. I love Carrie Coon. We all love Paul Rudd. So you got that kind of dynamic going. They're going to a frozen New York City. This is borderline because normally I would say anything Ghostbusters is a standalone movie for us. But after the last one, which was kind of like, it was fine. Like, I don't know if this is a standalone. Well, I guess we got to see how it, how it goes. But who have we not seen yet Slime. reprise their role that we need to see in this movie? Oh, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. I need Rick Moranis in this movie. I need Lewis Tully in this movie. Yeah, I do too. I don't think you're getting him. And he's he's still their lawyer. I think it would be great if he's still somehow yeah. their lawyer. Well, Annie Potts is in it. She was in the last one, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think yeah, you're right. So like, but like the only person I haven't seen, we haven't seen Sigourney Weaver, have we? No, I don't think so. Okay, so we need the two Zool? of them. I don't think we've seen Zool. We haven't seen Zool no. back yet, but... uh. Um, hmm. man, I would love to see. By the way, one of my favorite monologues of all time when Rick Moranis is trying to defend them with this in Ghostbusters too. Oh, the blackout so was a huge problem for everybody. The one time I turned into a dog and they helped me. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. So good. Oh, he, he he crushes it. Well, that was like, was it in 2020 when the world was going to shit? And then one of the stories was like somebody punched out Rick Moranis, and we're like, yeah, some fuck? guy sucker punched Rick Moranis. I was like, who does that? We're like, wait, wait, we're we're doomed. Like we have, we have no hope. We have nothing. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this one, this movie, I'm pumped about. This was a a late add to the list. I read something about it uh, earlier today or yesterday, or whatever. A movie called Mickey Seventeen. It comes mm -hmm. out the same day as Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, so the end of March, and it's directed by the same guy that directed Parasite, which is incredible. It was the best picture, but it, was, it should have been best picture, and I'm sure most of you have seen it by now, at least those that have wanted to see it. Parasite's wild. Now, this movie is also about an astronaut, coincidentally, so... Sandler comes out three weeks earlier with a different astronaut, but this is Robert Pattinson as an astronaut. He needs to uh, colonize this faraway ice planet is like his thing. But Stephen Young, Tony Collette, and Mark mm -hmm. Ruffalo are also in this. Uh, Tony Collette, I would say, is on my short list of greatest actresses of the last 10, 15 years. She's really good. Yeah. Is that it? That's all I got, all I got for that. Yeah, I just, <laughs> no, no notes there. She's great. <laughs> I have I have no notes. Uh, all right, very good. Uh, I'm excited for that movie though, only because I think this is the first movie since Parasite this guy has uh, directed. And Robert Pattinson, when he puts on his little acting shoes, like he's he's right up there. Um, sure, sure is. All right, April. He's great. He's good. He's good. I'm interested in that. I want to see that. That'd be, that'd be fun. <clears throat> all right, April 12th. We're now into the great month of April, and on the 12th. Is Godzilla X Kong the new empire? You see the way this is written. How would you how do you say yeah. this? Gorilla, uh, gorilla Gorilla. Godzilla <laughs> X Kong. Like it wasn't the other one, it was like Godzilla versus Kong. Versus. Now this is it's they're What's not X? versing each other anymore. So they're Xing each other. Why are they Xing each other? I don't <laughs> Lizard know. versus Gorilla, the new like empire. Times like what when how do we PEMDAS this? This is the sequel to Godzilla versus Kong. So if you add one to versus, it's X. Yep. 
Okay. Great. <sighs> I don't know about that. I, I mean, it looks it looks decent enough. I mean, there's you know, I love these big monster movies, but it's, it's not hard gonna, to top. Yeah. Right. I, go ahead. The Godzilla we just saw. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No chance. No chance. I'll see this. I don't know if I'm going to see it in the theater. Therefore, I don't know if we can commit to it being a standalone, but we'll see. You never know. The early reviews could be really good. Maybe it'll get us to go. But uh, another movie that I promise you will not be a standalone. Although, actually, I shouldn't make any promises. If it, if it's as bad as the last one, maybe we should commit some time to it. April 19th, Rebel Moon Part 2, The Scar Giver. If this man... Zack Snyder, a week after this releases, says anything oh, he will. about an extended or director's cut, I will shit in my hat. <laughs> Yo, you better get a new hat or something because he that thing is going to be shattered. Help himself. No. Like, just please, just no. put out a singular good movie. You do not have to give us multiple cuts of the same movie, you jackass. Now, this... I don't want this. Nobody wants this. It was worth a shot. And I'm also not anti-Zack Snyder. It comes across as anti-Zack no. Snyder. I'm no, not at all. We have liked his things. We have we have celebrated most of his catalog, in fact. So that's right. Uh this one just say this ain't it. It's a big listen, it's a big swing. I said it at the uh Dork Awards episodes. You see the kind of money that like Star Wars is making. Marvel is sort of a different conversation, but same idea. Like once you get like this property and you do spinoffs and it's successful, it just prints money. And there aren't a lot of new things. We were just joking about how that's the same idea. That's the same idea. So I get what he's doing, but the problem is he took a lot of stuff that's already in movies and he just made new names, new planets, new whatever. And then he's like, people are going to like this. It's they're not, they're not, they shouldn't. It was awful. It was terrible. They're not going to like it. And again, if you do a worse version of those movies, no one wants to see that. Right. Like, I get you're trying to establish this your own little universe here, but like, you it. need to have a some concept of story. Yeah, and this is why you can tell, like, most movies—not most movies, but most movies of like this type of like big box office appeal—kind of yeah. usually starts with, "Oh, that was a really good." comic book that was a really good book that was a really good video game that was a really whatever uh i don't know he's like trying to create like avatar i guess it's like that's i guess you're not gonna pull that i was saying i was saying this to someone the other day not like a a colleague of mine i was saying that like sci-fi is one of those things where it's such a razor's edge Mm -hmm. of like this is really good or this is really bad yeah um and there is really no in between no, because we were talking about. Have you seen that movie Upgrade? No, it's awesome. If you haven't seen Upgrade, it's awesome. But like, it was one of those. I think it's. I would regard it as the best sci-fi movie that most people have never seen. Well, you know us. It's, we hate sci-fi in this podcast. As we one, hate sci-fi, but I, and I, I think why we come off as hating sci-fi is that like there's really good sci-fi, yeah, and then there's shitty sci-fi. There's shit dumps. And there's name me like an okay sci-fi movie. Ooh, that's a good that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of liked Minority Report. I was gonna say Minority Report, but that's probably, I think that movie's awesome. That's pretty great, actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, touche. You win that one. Uh, also, on the same day as Rebel Moon Part Two, the Scar Giver is what is currently an untitled Universal Monsters movie. Not now. 
it's not a lot is known. There's no title. It's supposed to come out in April, which I don't think is a great sign. However, I'm going to give this one a chance whenever the hell it does come out because it's the two guys that directed Ready or Not and Scream 5 and 6. And Melissa Barrera, who has since been fired from the Scream program, she is in this. Not a lot of, is known about the movie. They think it's going to be uh, kind of centered around Dracula's daughter, but mm-hmm. it's going to be sort of like a newer newer take on monster movies. And this is another one where this is a genre where there are great movies and there are shit movies. But I love the idea. I love the appeal of the classic monster movies. I want these movies to be good, but they really, it's, it's less than 50%. Give me black lagoon. Give me creature from the black lagoon. Yes. Now you're talking. Now Now I'm talking. Yes. Update that. Like that could use an update. Mm-hmm. I, every time I hear uh, Black Lagoon or Blue Lagoon, I just think of the scene from South Park when Brooke Shields was on set and she was like, I once farted on the set of Blue Lagoon. They're like, <laughs> she was on Terrence and Phillip, I think, and they're like, great. Yeah. <laughs> he like gets up and smacks her. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, get out of here. Uh, April 26th, we get the uh, tennis film Challengers starring Sexy Zend- tennis. Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya and yeah. Menage a Trois, I think. Yes, and she's like, there's two male rivals, and she's doinking them both. My favorite part of the... Sometimes at the same time. Yeah, yeah, my favorite part of the trailer was when she looked at him, and she said, this time, there's going to be two dragons. And I was like, fuck Twin dragons. Fuck yes! Uh, (laughs) This next movie comes out on the same day as Challengers. It's called Civil War, which I feel like has been the name to probably many films. Uh, It's directed by Alex Garland who directed Ex Machina, Annihilation, yeah. and he wrote 28 Days Later. Uh, I think this guy knows what he's doing. Kirsten Dunn stars in this movie. It uh, involves like an actual civil war. Her uh, real-life uh, husband, Jesse Plemons, is in this movie. Nick Offerman is in this movie as well. Uh, did I already say it's an A24 movie. It's, yeah. uh, I don't know, and action. I've seen the trailer. It looks cool. So she plays like a war photographer mm-hmm. like a front lines war photographer in a war that's happening on american soil yes so, yeah yeah oh it's like a new american civil it, war yeah it looks actually kind of dope i bet it'll be dude i actually really liked annihilation i know that one would get a little bit more of a mixed bag that was the natalie portman one i thought that was yeah, crazy yeah. uh ex machina is one of the best sci-fi movies ever made in my mm-hmm. humble opinion it's really good so anyway that's uh civil war april 26 let's get into may this is where you start to get even more of the blockbusters, uh, or at least potential blockbusters. May 3rd, The Fall Guy. David uh, Leach directs this. John Wick, Deadpool 2, Bullet Train. And oh, stars yeah. Ryan Gosling. Emily Blunt's in it as well. And Gosling is like a stuntman. And he's in this movie for this guy that he used to be a stuntman for. And he's in something again. He's a big A-list star. And then he suddenly goes missing. And then, so now shit's going to hit the fan. I'm guessing Ryan Gosling's going to do some cool stuff. And uh, he's good, too. I, I'm a I'm a fan yeah. of Gosling. He's not in a lot of bad stuff. And he always he always brings the heat. So I'm in on the fall guy. And this was a TV show in the 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If you ever so Lee Majors. Um, yeah. But this movie actually does look kind of cool. I'm out. I'm out. I'm I, we talk about Dakota Johnson, no charisma. And like Ryan gosling has all of it oh he like, is. she has none because he's hogging all of it. <laughs> he took it all he yeah. took all the charisma give some of the charisma to some of the other people ryan gosling yeah he's oh he's got that sauce whatever it is he's got it he's, fucking, he's, he's so fucking cool 
He's cool as shit. And you can tell. I feel like even though I don't watch Saturday Night Live religiously, I do think you can get a sense of just like the either the charisma or the star power or the whatever you want to call it when um, people go on SNL. And like if they're really good on SNL, that says something, especially when they're not always just in comedies. And like Gosling's a guy that goes on there and he's great. See, that's a that's it's a great test to to see, like you said, who has it and who has like chops and who doesn't, and is also like a likability factor because like you're obviously not taking yourself too seriously when you host Saturday Night Live, unless you're and Steven you Seagal, the, unless you yeah you can tell the people who do yeah because the it ultimately like if you're not willing to poke fun at yourself like it's not funny no, and I think you can kind of tell too like. All right, who happens to just be like really famous right now, and who has like staying power? Right. And I don't know. Gosling is uh, Gosling's legit. Uh, also in May, coming out on the seventeenth is the movie If I F Capital I Capital F. It's written uh, directed by John Krasinski, starring Ryan Reynolds. The I F stands for Imaginary Friend. Uh, this trailer came out recently. If I had to guess right now, I think this one's not going to be good. But that's we'll see. It could be it could be the greatest movie ever. But my guess is, if I had to pick one or the other, I'm going to say it's not going to be a hit. And Steve Carell is like the main the voice. voice, like yeah. the main yeah. Um, this I have I have decent hopes for. Okay, but again, it's basically just Monsters Inc. Yeah, it's live I'm, action Monsters I'm, Inc. Yeah, is what I'm kind of getting with this yeah. movie. She's giving Monsters Inc. as the kids would say. Correct. Uh, same yeah. night, uh, the strangers chapter one comes out. So they are kind of like rebooting the strangers because it's technically the third movie in the strangers franchise, but they're calling it chapter one. I am intrigued by this because Madeline Petch, who plays Cheryl in Riverdale. Yeah. Is incredibly good looking. She should be in a lot more things. She stars in this. I'll at least give it a go. These movies are fucking creepy, scary to me. So I'll give this a watch. How do you spell this? Petch, P-E-T-C-H. Sure. Yep. She's okay. Okay. Um, so The Strangers, yes. I forget when it came out. That was um, one oh, of my favorite like horror movies. Seven, that maybe. That came out a while ago. That was really Eight. good. I remember being like, oh, shit. Okay, now we're. this is what we need here. The sequel was like, okay. The first one was Fine. like legit. Yeah. So they're giving it a go. I'll, I'll, I'll give this one a watch. Now, on the 24th, you got two potential big action movies in play on the same day. I'm curious if one moves one. But as of right now, May 24th, you're going to get Furiosa, a Mad Max saga where uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is the young Charlize Theron from Fury Road. And also on the 24th is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which is takes place like... 300 years after war for the planet of the apes which came out like 10 years ago but both of these on the same night and what is unfortunate about these release dates when you talk about like barbie and oppenheimer right those are two completely different audiences correct right this i feel like <laughs> mad max and planet of the eight kingdom of the planet of the apes same audience like you're gonna split you're literally gonna split the box office if you had to see one which would it be mad max same i just i mean george miller's direct like yeah for my money like for practical effects george miller is one of the best yeah. action directors in the world um, i but i'd rather i do i have love speaking of loving sci-fi yes these most recent planet of the apes movies post mark Wahlberg, 
have been excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real good. I like them. Uh, June 7th, Ballerina. This is uh, the Ana de Armas John Wick franchise. So this actually takes place between John Wick 3 and 4. So Keanu Reeves is going to be in this one. Um, Ian McShane is going to be in it. Lance Riddick, I, I think, filmed stuff for I this already. So yeah, he's going to be in there it, as yeah. well. Angelica Houston's going to be in it. Gabrielle Byrne, Norman Reedus is in it. So uh, I'm all in a ballerina. It was one of my most anticipated movies of, of the year. Oh, I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. If, if John Wick is in it. He is supposed to be. I know it's supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah. Love that. And give me, uh, uh, I tell you, John Wick 4, the scenes in Japan, like give me that outfit too. Like that Continental there. That Hell was yeah. awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. What was the name of the girl, the bow and arrow chick? Oh, I forget. But that was Woo! nothing to mess around with. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that much. Uh, also on that same night, you get the, a movie called The Watchers where Dakota Fanning is lost in the woods in Ireland, and there are creatures afoot, and it's directed by M. Night Shyamalan's daughter. In her- See, I saw the name Shyamalan, and I assumed it was him. It's his daughter. I think she's directed some TV before, but this is her first film that she is directing. So Interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm in on that. The Watchers with Dakota Fanning. M. Knight's daughter? Why not? Give that her a... name Ishana. Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. I'll give that a. I'll give that a, a rip. Not the same night. I'm gonna be watching Ballerina, but I'll watch the. No, we're watching watch Ballerina, it. but I will definitely check that out for sure. June fourteenth, Bad Boys Four, and very fitting. That's my birthday. Oh, yes. so guess what I'm doing on my birthday? Who's uh, on the podcast? Who's Martin Lawrence? Who's Will Smith? I think I'm clearly the Martin Lawrence of the two. I think you might be Will Smith. Really? You have more musical chops. That's true. You would go up and You're smack. You, you'd go up and smack a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am taller. I'm, true. You are taller, so that's where I went with that. Yeah. Um, and although the Reggie scene, yeah, the Reggie, yeah, Bad Boys Three. Is it three? They do the Reggie thing. Two Bad Boys Two. That's Bad Boys 2. Listen to. You look 30. That, <laughs> I don't think I've laughed harder in the theater in some time. I walked that out of, uh, no no lie, I walked out of Bad Boys 2, walked out of the theater, and I was like, that's the greatest movie ever made. I loved Bad Boys 2. I was blown away by Bad Boys 2. I remember thinking, why are they letting two town cops go yeah. to Cuba to do a drug raid? I, like, al- <laughs> I also remember thinking that the movie was about to end three different times. I'm like, and like that was oh, a pretty big yeah. scene. That's probably it, right? Nope. We got to go over here. Road trip. That's pretty big, right? That's <laughs> it. Nope. Keep going. Yeah, Bad Boys 2 was a was a blast. Anyway, that's Bad Boys 4. Uh, June 28th, you get a couple of movies. A Quiet Place, Day 1. I have, I'll tell you. You know what I think about A Quiet Place? <laughs> Not my favorite movies. Not your favorite. No. No. Uh Horizon, an American saga, chapter one. Kevin Costner riding horses. Loves it. Loves playing cowboys now. Cowboy. Yep. Loves playing cowboys. So if you want to watch Kevin Costner on a hoss again, you got to wait till the end of June. June twenty eighth. Looking for that. Well, you little, like, like, it's a little C C Bean's my... birthday, June twenty eighth. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was uh, somebody I knew once said that he could tell 
if a young lady he was courting at a an establishment was of the right age, he would ask her who Kevin Costner was. And if she couldn't answer it, <laughs> gotta move on. He's like, gotta move on. Gotta yeah. find someone else. That's that what... was like his weird test. Yeah. Uh yeah. all right. I got three movies that we don't have a date for. Two of them have said summer. I'm gonna lump them all in together. Uh Beverly Hills Cop, Axel F, aka Beverly Hills Cop Four, which will be on Netflix. A movie called Janet Planet, starring... It's Ryan. It's Ryan! It's my Ryan! My Ryan! No, it's not starring Ryan Davies, starring Juliet Nicholson and her daughter. Now, this is one where, yes, I normally like a horror or a comedy or a big comic movie. But every once in a while, if you're into something that is going to be just, like, Oscar bait and probably emotional and, like, really well acted... This Janet Planet is apparently a movie that's killing it. It was released at like these uh, like festivals. People yeah. are loving it. She acts her her tail off in it, and she's like a single mother, and she's like kind of a hippie. And her daughter basically witnesses her just to kind of like living her life, like men coming in and out, and just like whatever. And it's like it's going to be a really strong mother daughter movie. Not a standalone mm-hmm. dork by any means, but if you're into like a little break from the the chaos, like that might be a kind of a good movie. Live your life, man. Also that uh TBD right now is Maxine with 3 Xs. This is the end of the trilogy of X and Pearl starring yeah. Mia Goth. Now, I liked X. I still haven't seen Pearl. I got to go back and see Pearl. I heard it was good. And now Maxine and she's the last remaining uh, from that crew that was there at X. She's uh, gone into the adult film industry, or she already was, but now she's in LA. It takes place in like the '80s in LA, right? Yeah. So Maxine, yeah. this was a cool little sneaky uh, horror trilogy. It absolutely was, and I'm looking forward to this. I am too. All right. In July, you have July 19th, Twisters, which is the sequel to Twister. Again, who the fuck asked for this? No one. Who is saying that? Hey, remember that movie about? Remember the fucking cyclone? tornadoes? <laughs> remember the tornado? Remember the tornado that ripped through here? Helen Hunt was there. Like, yeah, let's make another one. Uh, make another one of those. Um, by the way, the very first movie to be widely released on DVD. How do you a like little that? Little fun trivia for That's you. That's a good yeah. nug. That's a real good yep. trivia nug. Twister. Twister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, July twenty sixth. July twenty sixth. Deadpool three. Into it. Let's go. I'm into this. I'm now hearing things that they're going to this. Somebody said on Twitter today, or sorry, on X today, that this is going to do for the MCU um, what basically what um, No Way Home did. Is essentially like bring in some different X-Men characters as well. So you like the big name I'm hearing is that like Cyclops is back. Like James Marsden Cyclops. I think movie. Halle Berry's going to be back. She tweeted out a thing forever ago. like Her hair looked kind of like the storm hair. So I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking she's going to be back. So, yeah. I'll be a mohawk, too. I, I like my mo- my storm with a mohawk. You like a uh, mohawk storm? I like mohawk storm. I, I have no problem with mohawk storm. Halle Berry can do whatever the fuck she wants. Not to use harsh language on the podcast. I know No, we, don't do we that, mostly yeah. have kids that listen, but... I'd like that very much. All right, let's go to August. August 2nd. Is a movie called Trap, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, starring. Okay, so this is why I was confused. Yeah. I was so fucking confused because right. there was two. There's two Shyamalan movies coming out. Uh huh. I honestly I don't know anything about it. It's just it stars Josh Hartnett, 
and it is directed and written by M. Night Shyamalan. And Shyamalan certainly has had misses, but he's also bounced back. I loved Knock at the Cabin. So Still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen that movie yet. Dude, I should have put that on the dorkies for can't watch them all. It might be on Prime. I saw it on one of the I streamers. Yeah, give, yeah. give it a it's go. It's streaming dude. somewhere. Dude, give it a go. Stop what you're doing right now. Leave the podcast. Go check it out. I, I really liked it. So my point is he had a couple of real dumps, but he's kind of sneaky back. Like I'm, I'm fine with M.I. Shyamalan, so I don't know what this trap is about, but I am in. August 9th, Borderlands. The video okay. game Borderlands, directed by Eli Roth, uh, Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Gina Gershon, Jamie Lee Curtis are all in this. I'm not sure how Eli Roth fits into this sci-fi not- action comedy i know he's definitely more horror although he does do com like it's he does a lot of horror comedies but yeah. um a game a game and a franchise i feel strongly about and hope that they do this correctly mm-hmm. yep. so i'm cautious Bob jones in the game. chat skeptical i am too I i'm i wouldn't bet on borderlands to be great either um jamie lee curtis could be good in this She's been, yeah, she's on a little bit of a heater. Uh, Jack Black is Claptrap. Yep. Um, who is it? It's He's like a, Kevin Hart. And who else? Kate Blanchett. I forget. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's, yeah, she's, yeah. So could be good. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at about a three for excitement level here. All right. Three yeah. out of six. I'd probably, three out of six. I'd be like a yeah. two. Uh, August 16th, you get two movies. So you get Horizon and American Saga Chapter Two. Kevin Costner back on his hoss. And then Alien Romulus. An yeah. Alien movie. This takes place between Alien and Aliens. And so this, I was just looking, was directed by... Um, let me check. Uh, I forget who... No, I spelled it wrong. Alien Romulus um, is directed by uh, Fede Alvarez, who oh. directed Don't Breathe. Yes, Don't Breathe, guy. Evil Dead... Yeah, I'm back so in. Like, I'm back in. Now you're in. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I was, I was kind of like, eh, and then like, oh wait, shit, don't breathe. Like this could be good. Yes. Yeah. I'll give that a go. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and then also to wrap up August is Craven the Hunter on August thirtieth. We'll see. We'll see if that even comes out. We'll see. All yeah. right, right now, James Gunn to your head, Sean Gunn to your dick. Better movie, Madam Web or Craven the Hunter? Craven the Hunter will be better. Okay. Um, the trailer didn't look are, that bad to me, and like, cra- it, yeah, I was like, all right, it's but, whatever. But yeah, you've, you've heard things. I, I've heard things. Yeah, one of them being, oh yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's currently being called a mess. All right, let's rip through September. We got four movies to talk about in September. September sixth, Beetlejuice two. Let's go. Let's get it. I'm excited. Tim for Burton, Michael too. Keaton. Yeah, fucking pumped. Uh, Jenna Ortega. And Jenna Ortega. The and late, Winona Ryder. The lady of the moment. I love Winona Ryder. I'm a Winona Ryder fan. September 13th, Transformers 1. Nope. Another Transformers film. Chris Hemsworth, Brian Tyree Henry, Scarlett Johansson, Kegel Mike and Key, John Hamm, Lawrence Fishburne. No, Jesus. Still yeah, no. I'm still, <laughs> still no. Yeah. All right. What if I told you September 20th, a movie comes out called Wolves? Wolves. No, it's not. It's called Wolves. Wolves. It's like I'm sorry. Toronto Maple Leafs. Like Wolves. Wolves. Um, stupid name. Great cast and premise. 
Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Amy Ryan. So they play Clooney and Pitt play basically like hitmen who get booked for the same job. Yep. And then and John Watts is the director from uh, what he did, Homecoming, right? And uh, Far From Home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm guessing this will be funnier than you think it is. Dude, Brad Pitt's funny. I like Brad Pitt. So yeah, is Clooney. Clooney's funny. Yeah. I like Clooney's tequila. It's a little expensive, but it's it's good stuff. Yeah. One of my favorite lines that Amy Ryan ever delivers. You've seen Gone Baby Gone, which is historically not a funny movie. Not funny, but it's a good movie. Not a funny movie. So Amy Ryan walks into this house where like there's a dead guy, and she says, "Smells like cock in here." <laughs> it's the best. It's like comes out of nowhere, yeah, and it's like great. every time it's like in this very heavy, heavy movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the one time I laugh yeah. out loud. I and every what I are we? Ten years time. old? I've seen every cock on the planet. It's like, oh, it smells like cock in here. September twenty seventh, uh, Saw eleven. We're supposed to get great. Keep it. You know me. I love the Saw movies, but but keep it. Hang on to it. Take yeah. a day. Keep it. October now into Dorktober. On the fourth, you get Joker. How the fuck do you say this? Ali Adu. Joker 2, uh, Lady Gaga as uh, Harley Quinn. Dr. Harleen Quinzel. Seen some stills? Yeah, listen, I'll, I'll give it a rip. I'll, J- Joker 1 was yeah. good. I liked it. Well, We did a standalone on it. It was one of the better movies that came out that year. It is in- incredibly not rewatchable, which isn't the be-all, end-all. Like, not every movie has to be rewatchable. This I'll watch. We'll do an episode on it. I'm curious if I have any reason to see it again after we see it the first time. And apparently, again, it's a musical? There's going to be songs. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, do less. <laughs> Catherine Keener's in this? Was she in the first one? No. No. Zaze Beats is in it. She was in the first one. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Joker, that's a, that's another standalone. We didn't go through all of them and say standalone, not standalone, but that's for sure one. Uh, October 18th in the, uh, the spooky season, Smile 2. And I'll tell you, Smile, the first horror movie, pretty good. It was a pretty good horror movie. It's worth checking out if you haven't seen Smile yet. I have not. I will check it out. Um, uh, scheduled for October 25th is a couple of horror movies. Wolfman, directed by Lee Whannell, speaking of the Saw franchise. Julia Gardner is going to be in this from Ozark. Okay. Yeah, that's, that might get you in the door a little bit. No? All right. And on the 25th, Terrifier 3. Which is a, I'm told, or I, I know, because they, they had a teaser for it. It's a Christmas. Christmas one. Terrifier. I didn't see Terrifier 2 yet. I should have. I haven't. It's, okay, so it's way longer than it needs to be. Okay. And you're just like, Jesus. I feel like it was like, you know, it's one of those movies that's like an hour and 45 minutes, but you're like looking at it, and you're like, how has it only been 20 minutes? Yep. Like, oh, this yeah. Is, this yeah. is crazy. Killers of the Flower Moon is um, that way. I heard something interesting though. So the director of these movies basically like had a bidding war on his hands um, after the first Terrifier kind of blew up, um, and even more so after Terrifier two. And basically every studio wanted this property, huh. and he turned them all down, not because of money, but he said like I can't do what I want to do. Like if I bring in a big studio, they're going to tell me I can't do X, Y, and Z. Which leads me to, like this guy's. I mean, he's off the map. 
with some of the shit he tries to pull. So, yeah, this guy's fucked. Yeah, this <laughs> so, guy's um, out. Of, he's out of pocket. This guy, and, and they are Leon. Yeah, these movies have a very niche audience, right? So I liked the first uh, one. I gotta, I gotta see the second one. I guess this might be a minor spoiler. I think Chris Jericho was in the second one, right? Or at least was he in he like was. a was he in in the movie or was he in like a uh, end credits or something? He's, like the, he's kind of like at the end, like the epilogue. He's like the end of it. But there, uh, on Twitter, they were kind of teasing like he might he might be a bigger part of Terrifier three, which would be cool. Yeah, he he doesn't. Yeah, spoil spoil. He doesn't yeah, yeah, die. So, yeah, he so just, if he's he in it more, like a, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, I like he'll definitely that. be in the beginning. The way that movie ends, he'll definitely be in the beginning. Okay, cool. And then November and December, you're really getting into the crapshoot department as far as if these movies will be released when they say they're being released. But this is the current schedule that we have. Uh, Venom 3 is set for November 8th. These movies have been, like, fine. It's just kind of confusing because you don't know what, what they belong to. Like, they're trying to be in the MCU, but they're really not in the MCU. They haven't had Spider-Man in it. It's like, what are we... Like, what is this? Well, now, because they've mentioned, you know, Spider-Man is it we don't know who it is like which spider-man it is yeah could yeah be garfield you could get garfield yeah. which would be great i think that would be great i would like that a lot that'd be great that'd be really cool because yeah. garfield never ran into venom right there was no never. eddie brock in that one so yeah yeah i'd be good with that uh you also get a movie on november 15th called alto knights knights spelled with a k it's a barry levinson movie he did a lot of movies back in the day Robert De Niro in this plays two roles, two different roles. Not one, not one Bobby De Niro, two Bobby D's. So I know you're shaking your head, and I get it. However, Killers of the Flower Moon, I wouldn't really recommend it to anybody. It's too long. And like De Niro acts his chop, his tail off. Like he is good in this movie. Like he is kind of a prick of a guy, but he's like old school. Like in the way that he, you felt like he was in it. He went like, you didn't, you weren't like, ah, oh, De Niro's losing it. You're like, De Niro's good in this. So anyway, he plays two roles. He plays um, two roles. And again, it's a, he plays a mob boss. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's also a movie right. called, we, have, Red... we do have to do this again. Yeah, like, he's, he's, how in many... he's in the mob. There's a yeah. movie called red one starring the rock and Chris Evans. Uh, there's not much really about that. Like, I guess. Okay. It's a action adventure Christmas movie. All right. Uh Gladiator 2. Speaking of uh nobody wants this. November 22nd Gladiator 2. What are we doing with that? I don't know. Ridley Scott's back. Denzel Washington is in this. Uh Joseph Quinn who was Eddie from uh Stranger Things, Pedro Pascal. I don't really get but it. But like what is what is this what what is the premise? I I haven't heard anything about it. No. Like, when does this take place? Um, oh, here you go. After being saved by Maximus in Gladiator, Lucius, the nephew of Commodus, is now a grown man. So it takes place after that? Yeah, it takes place way after okay. Gladiator 1, I guess. Um, Let me give you a date on this. So Commodus, so that we're like, okay. So this is what he says. Right. So was that the nephew was uh, Lucius? Was that his name? It was the kid. He was the kid. Remember? So Ridley Scott apparently in an interview said that since he was last seen approximately 15 years ago, Lucius has been living, quote, in the wilderness with no connection with his mother, who now thinks he might be dead. 
So it's like that kid growing up, I guess. Into that? I, no, yes and no. I, 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 I know Ridley Scott's listening, and I know how he feels about history nerds. Yep. Um, ah, yeah. And yeah. so this Commodus at some point ends, like the kind of uh, his rule kind of ends the the peaceful time of the Roman Empire, and they kind of get plunged into like civil war again. Um, so this could have some meat on the bone there, but okay. I don't know why we need gladiators for this. Or even the Romans or Greeks. All right, let's get into December. We got four movies to talk about in December. You have on the 13th, The Lord of the Rings, The War of the Rorum. Rohirrim. Rohirrim? That's how I read it. but So that's probably right. So 261 years pre-Fellowship of the Ring, Brian Cox is going to play Helm Hammerhead, who is the namesake of Helm's Deep. You know that? Hammerhand? Helm Hammerhand? Helm Hammerhand. Yeah. Yeah. I bring it. That's his his thing that he says all the time. (laughs) Helm Hammerhand. Yeah. I was like, okay. I said, another Lord of the Rings. What the fuck? (laughs) Ooh, Bubbles likes it. Bubbles is back in the chat. He says, that's a great storyline. Is it? Are they going to make a or three was he ta- out, two, two three-hour movies out of, like, one character they mentioned, like, three times in all the books? Or is Bubbles, are you in on Gladiator or Lord of the Rings? I don't know if, uh, I don't know what yeah, you got in Yeah, they could run on. a little bit of a delay. We don't know. But. Uh, possible. Let me know if you're in on Gladiator or Lord of the Rings. No, I think he's in on, I think he's in on Lord of the Rings. All right. All right. Fair enough. I think Dr. Joe's right. big Lord of the Rings guy. Maybe we can have a Lord of the Rings expert on sometime. Yeah, I mean, again, I think this is a, a character yeah. that gets never really tell kind of in a way they kind of tell the story, but they don't really get that far into it. It's like a paragraph. You're going to make like a three hour movie out of a paragraph. Maybe, but I don't mind. Like, I kind of yeah. like that shit. Helm's Deep, super famous. Now you're like, oh, here's super the guy famous. that they made Helm's, Helm's Deep named yeah. after. Uh, December 20th, Mufasa, The Lion King. This is a prequel to The Lion King. Who the fuck is this? Is this going to be animated or is this going to be live action? No, this is live action, dog. Who gives a shit? Like, who asked for this? I did. Like, I, you know what would be cool? <laughs> like, I did. I asked. You You asked for this? I did. I asked my senator. I bet you a hundred dollars <laughs> that this is going to end with the birth of Simba. That shot. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> or, like, right before. Now, that'd be awesome if they did that. That would be, oh, uh, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. Dude, I how, see that how much would that away. kick ass if that happened? Uh, December 20th, Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Which, uh, these two movies have been pretty good. Never seen either one. They're good. Crazy that I haven't. I like the game. I, I, I'm a big fan of it. I just never uh, got around my to children, My children love them. Okay, I'm in on this. And you get Tails in Sonic 2, and now you're going to get Knuckles. An yes. Idris Elba. Knuckles. Voiced Knuckles. Yeah, I'm in on that. I like yep. that. I like Sonic very much. Uh, and then lastly, on Christmas, fittingly on Christmas... The remake of Nosferatu, aka Vampire, or I'm sorry, Dracula. 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 Uh, Bill <laughs> Skarsgård is going to play Count Orlock. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is on point. That is great. On point. How the about only this? Other person, Doug Jones is the only other person I would put it. You know, Doug. Jo- yeah, of Doug course. Jones. He does all the creature stuff. Um, yeah, with Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah. He was Abe and Hellboy. 
um, all he, that shit. Yeah, so. he does a lot of Guillermo del Toro stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Skarsgård, who played Pennywise in the It reboot, now coming back as Count Orlock is great. Nicholas Holt, who was just in fucking Renfield, he plays Thomas Hutter, and Willem Dafoe was in this as well. Like, who was also played Count Orlock. Uh, that's true. That's a good and, point. Uh, yeah. And it's a Robert Eggers movie. I don't happen to be the biggest fan of Robert Eggers, but people love The Witch. The Lighthouse was crazy, and then he did The Northman. Those are his only three movies prior to this. So he does have like quite a fan base, and those movies like uh, review very well. So we'll see. I didn't like The Witch either. I was like waiting huh. for something to happen, and yeah. then nothing really happened. There's like a goat. You're like, all right, yeah. and there's like woods. Yeah, slow. That was a that was a grind. That was a grind. That was a slow burn. That was, yeah, that was. Uh, but there you go. Those are all the movies. At least, I mean, I'm sure we've missed some. You can hit us up at Dork Podcast Twitter, Instagram. You can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. What ones uh, are you most looking forward to? And uh, obviously, if we missed any, hit us up as well. But that was a pile of movies. I still feel pretty good <laughs> heaping, about a heaping pile of movies. That was that was. I still yeah. feel the most confident. You know, when we did the Dork. Uh, award for most anticipated i think it's still like deadpool 3 it is ballerina it is beetlejuice 2 the the underdogs the underdogs obviously obviously miller's girl obviously obviously madam web obviously kung fu panda 4 all right that'll do it keep it uh keep it locked and cocked and locked to the twitter and the instagram we'll try to update you guys what we're going to be doing going forward maybe there's gonna be multiple episodes maybe there won't be who the, who the hell knows thought there would be a month ago who, yeah who, who the hell gives a shit tell a friend tell a dork hit us up at all of those different places and uh finally thank you for by the way thank you everybody for listening and uh lastly davy promise me you'll a million times over you'll never do another rule can't promise you that.